podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Well, you know, maybe get something just in case, because now you keep saying it. You feel me? <laughs> you keep saying it. You're going to make me get parched just because. Peace. This is the Ask Your Old Head podcast with Justice Raji and my guest, Carlton Slate. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Peace, Carlton. How you feeling? You know man? what it is. I'm just trying to make it do what it do. All right, man. We're going to get rolling. So first thing I always start with is you want to give a shout out, reverence, love, respect to somebody. That means something to you. Man, I show love to myself right now. You know, if <laughs> if it comes later on and I want to show some love to somebody else, uh, uh, besides you, I do appreciate the invite. Oh, right. You know, you've always been somebody I've got a lot of love for. So at this moment in time, I'm going to give a shout out to you. Oh, appreciate Thank you. you we man. appreciate you, fam. Thank you. Thank you. So first question. Um, What's up with it? Can you give me a standard or practice, something that you try to do and how you move through the world? Man, for me, I try to, a standard practice that I have daily is just to show love and respect to everybody, no matter what. You know, even if somebody's disrespectful to me, I I don't let that affect, you know, the way I move, Mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, some people... You know, get treated like a jerk and they want to flash back. You know, I don't let nobody take my sunshine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm blessed and I feel happy daily just to wake up. And I literally wake up every morning. I look up to the sky and I say, good looking out. You know, <laughs> after that, man, it's just on me. Okay. So, you know, people see me smiling all the time. And, man, that is literally me. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So is there any... Is there, do you have an experience or something that happened to you or something you've experienced that got you where you could stay in that space most of the time? Man, not really an experience. It's just a matter of just me as a person in life. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I'm a left-handed Pisces, you know, so. And I got ADD, so, you know, I don't. <laughs> 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 Let's be real, fam. So a lot of stuff I literally forget moments after it happened. <laughs> I mean, if we be real, you know what I'm saying? So if somebody comes by, and, and the funny part is my wife has been there so many times where, like, somebody could be rude to me or something like that, and she'll be like, man, are you not going to like, you're not gonna say nothing? I'm like, man, I'm not worried about them people, you know, especially if it's somebody that's, I mean, I'm kind of a big little dude, so I'm not concerned with the physical aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? But if you just, we're not going to argue all day, man. So, you know, I usually just hit them with a man, because I got my face, oops, excuse my language. But you know, I usually hit them with that and then just keep it pushing, you know? Yeah. It's like I got time for that, man. Most definitely, most definitely. So, um, relationships broadly mm-hmm. defined. Right, right. What's something that you've learned um, that now where you're at in life that maybe you understood differently when you were a younger man? Relationship-wise. Well, I can discuss the wife then real quick. So me and my wife, Robin, we've been together 30 straight years, married for 20, I don't know. We often look at each other like, I can't think what year is this. So uh, we've been married for 24 years, uh, straight 30. Uh, What I've learned is just... uh, and relationship-wise, man, compromise is key. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, man, you know. I don't like arguing. I don't like negativity at all. So, and being married for so long, man, you just got to bow down. Like, for real. Because she's never going to be wrong. <laughs> even when she knows she's wrong. And she'll come back later, about two hours later, and be like, you know, I was wrong. But in that moment, man, save yourself and just let it go. <laughs> for let real. It go. Yeah, so it's just kind of a bow down, man. You know, just like you're right. And she knows she's wrong. You know. So it's just more of a compromise, baby. Indeed, indeed. Now, here's something else in there, though. Sweet Because when you said, like, 
like the coming back later, right? Oh, yeah. So like almost there's, there's there's something to also the being kind of being committed, being with each other, mm-hmm. where you're like, all right, I can wait, I can wait this one out. I can come back talk about this later, or is it just a is it like at what point do you do you remember a point where you realize that you didn't necessarily have an interest in exiting this situation, so therefore it was better to to roll with it. Well, I can say one thing about her. Uh, she banks on the fact that I got ADD, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, truth be told, I'll forget. Or, like, I, man, I kid you not, fam. I make it be something so simple as, like, a disagreement. I like to get it over it quick. Yeah. I'm one of those people, man. If I F up, man, you know what I'm saying? I never try to push it. I'm like, you know what? I fucked up 100%. You're right. Cool. Let's move on. Yeah. I'm one of them, man. Let's just dead it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something she did, you know, she knows. She's like, okay, this nigga gonna forget, so I ain't worried about it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something real serious, yeah. she will come back later yeah. and be like, hey, Carlton, man, uh, I want to apologize for earlier. And then nine times out of ten, I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? You know, because like I said, 80 didn't kick in. So I'm like, I tell him, man, I don't even trip on that, man. I forgot all about that, you know? Yeah. So, man, you know, that's how I move. Indeed. Now, you added something out there being together 30 years, and I'm... What year is this? I'm in like 22? 20, well, 22, no, 20 of officially yeah, like see, being when you, together. Hey, once you, know you get saying? past certain points, you just forget. Like, you it's know? been a long time, man. <laughs> um, Straight up. Is there... And so I, I wonder sometimes, because I, cause I often hear people go like, oh, well, relationships ain't like what it used to be, da, 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 which right. I think is mostly bullshit. It is, 100%. But, uh, uh, is there... To those who have not been in a long relationship, is there something that you would want to share that you find, I guess, special about your own relationship? Man, you just got to be friends. Like, literally. I mean, I've heard the same thing. You know, people, oh, man, I can't make it work. Oh, we didn't last. I'm like, man, that's y'all fault. Mm-hmm. You know, truth be told, man, you got to, if you're going to shack up with somebody, man, not, not you know, in a physical aspect, it could be an emotional. Man, it got to be somebody that you click with. You know, something that you're in tune with. For me and Robin, I mean, we've known each other since middle school. You know, so Harry Tubman days. And then from there to Jeff, but we didn't get together until high school. But um, I knew of her. Mm-hmm. You know, being in the same schools, I mean, we weren't like friends, but we knew of each other's crews and all that stuff. So I knew, I mean, I knew of her, mm-hmm. just like she knew of me. And then when we finally did get together, man, it was just something that it just, it was, it, it was natural. Mm-hmm. And it's been natural ever since. Yeah. Peace, man. Now you know what it is. I mean, so right now in your life, what is something that's just what's real important to you right now? Man, happiness. Like for real. I strive on happiness, man. I strive on good energy. I strive on good people. I mean, if you into that negative shit, man, please get the fuck away from me, man. I, I hate pessimists. I hate people like that, man. It could be something as simple as, oh, man, the game's tomorrow, this and that. You know, man, they're going to do good. You know what I'm saying? And that one person, it's always that one person. Oh, man, they're going to move. Man, where the hell does that come from? You know, I hate that, man. I swear for God, it's just like, man, what? To, 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 this, that, that whole attitude of just not good, mm. you know? Mm. Like I said, man, I'm happy just to wake up because a lot of people don't. Indeed. You feel me? Indeed. Yeah. So what are some what are some 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 aspects of happiness? Because something I've always I, I mean, at least I said early in my own relationship, right. or maybe I came to understand it first, is I want you to be happy. Yeah. And I want myself to be and then in yeah. life in general I want to be happy. Exactly. Um but I decided or somewhere in there I came to understanding that like I can I can't make other people happy. Understand. Right. But I can set up, I might be able to set up some parameters, some windows. I know exactly where happiness can you go. You got to find your own happiness. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what are some things that you try to do to keep yourself in, in, that, in, them, in, them happy, in that happy energy, in that positive energy? Man, I uh, literally, what keeps me happy is, like I said before, I surround myself with it. I'm one of those people, I'll stay, I'm happy even if it's raining, you know. And if, if, if I can just start to feel negativity mm-hmm. coming from any direction man i've just i just literally start to exit like i kid you not i'll man 
no disrespect to anybody around me, but if we're, if we're in a conversation group, people, whatever, and the negativity starts coming out, and just, oh, man, I have to, oh, man, I can't do this. Oh, man, okay, well, man, you can make it. I'm, I'm I'm one of those motherfuckers I always encourage people. Yeah. Like, no matter what, man, you'll, you'll never hear me hate on somebody. I've never been like that, man. I'm one of those people, if I disagree with anything you got to say or something like that, that's on you. I'm not going to judge you for that, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you to be 100%, you know what I'm saying, in my mind, to be like we think the same shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, this world is full of different people, and I love it for that. But if you want some just completely just negative, 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 I'm, I'm going to cut the conversation short. And be like, all right, well, it's good to see you, fam. You know what I'm saying? All right, then. You know, yeah. You'll play the Stevie Wonder music yeah. on that. Man, you got to hit him with the all right, then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, yo, I got to, you know what I mean? I got to. Yeah, I got this call. I gotta, you know, absolutely. I'm out. Phone up, like. Give a pound and be like, all right, then. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I do it all the time, yeah. you know? But yeah. I, but it's respectfully. Yeah. So you don't realize, okay, this dude's trying to, no, no, it's all good. But, man, you're too negative, man. I don't need that around me, man. Mm. Soaking up that bad energy. That ain't my thing, fam. Yeah, I know. I know. It's actually, yeah. uh, I mean, the um, I can speak to my time knowing you. Yeah. That you all, I've never seen you be discouraging to somebody. Hell no, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Even if it was sort of, they was, they was on thin ice, what they was talking about, you still like, hey, man, it could work. It, hey, <laughs> hey, as long as you got breath in you, it can work, fam. It for real. Work. You got action. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. A dude told me yesterday, man, say, I'm a bowler. A lot of people clown me. I don't give a fuck. Fuck all y'all. I bowl. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I threw a bad ball yesterday. I was like, oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? And then my dude came up and he said, hey, man, as long as you're breathing, you got action. And I mm. said, straight up. Mm. It meant, I mean, he didn't realize what he said to me. But for me, it resonated, you know, because it's exactly how I feel. And I was like, oh, cool, man, you know. So, yeah, man, as long as you're breathing, you got action. All right, all right. And that's real talk, man. You brought up bowling, man. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's start us What's up? Talk right. to I'm not really good at bowling. Right, 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 right. I have right. no consistency. I, I, could, I could bowl. Right. I could do. I could throw with each arm. Right, I've tried, right. bro, sometimes. Oh, okay. the, left, the left is a little more accurate, but well, I can't. What feels better for you, left or the right? Left feels a little better, but it get tired. Are you left-handed or right-handed when you're right? Right-handed. Okay. But I do a lot of other stuff with my left Left-handed. Hand, like shooting and... Uh, Understand. And so you stuff. both. Okay. So I okay. got a little bit over here. Okay. All right, man. Because I seen you bowl, and, you know, sometimes my own sense of self, I try to be, not be, uh, how you say, uh, negative, because mm-hmm. other people is better than me right. than something, but also I'm competitive, so I'll be like, I want to win, but yeah. I'm not good at this. All right. So, long setup to a simple question. What's what's a can you give a brother that wants to get better at bowling a, a tip? Can you give me a pro tip of some kind? Oh man, man it's just practice, something. practice, literally practice, bro. Like for me, I mean, for years I would go every Sunday, put on my headphones, and I talk to nobody and just bowl. Okay. Literally about ten, twelve, thirteen games in a row, okay. and I can bowl. I don't get tired, you know. And to this day, when I bowl, I bowl three different leagues, man. You know, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, and. For me, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't let that shit stress me. I put my headphones in, and I just go to a happy place listening to whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the playlist could jump from from old school NWA, Ice Cube, to Nirvana, to Flock of Seagulls, to U2. It mm-hmm. literally will jump across the board, man. You know what I'm saying? It depends right. how I'm feeling at that moment. But it is literally just practice, man, and it's just do it for the fun. Because if you sit out there and do it enough, man, you'll start to see yourself. And then you just adjust and correct yourself, you know? Okay. It's, it's, so it's not that hard, man. It's just, it's, you can, man, you come on, man. I mean, I, like I said, I get, I'm streaky. Yeah. Like, you bump the thing. Yeah, it's all out. I get streaky. And so I'll have, like, one one frame where I'm like, oh, man, I'm not One good down. ball. Like, I'm not yeah. down. One good ball. And then, and then it's like, the second one might be solid. Then it might go. Yeah, a little, you know what I mean? That's I'm mental. My hand, I move my fingers like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I start, it starts shaking up on yeah, me. Yeah, that's all mental, man. You just got to bring yourself back. That's all it is, man. Yeah, man. And, and you know what? Come roll with me, fam. I guess it in. Like, literally. You then. Come, come, and, and, and guess what? We roll, and it's, uh, I bowl in two leagues. One, one, one league is like 90-some percent white, but the other two is like, man, at least 60% black. Oh. And the one on Saturday is like 90% black. For real? Oh, yeah, so it's, it's hella oh, fun. Man. You feel me? I might have to pop up. Even oh, yeah, we get to that. Yeah. Because that, that brings me to another point. Mm-hmm. So you you born and raised here in Portland, right? Or raised no, here? I was raised here. I'm originally from L.A. L.A., all right. All yeah. Right. That's right, you told me that. All right. So I can actually say, you know, 
Compton. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest. I can actually say that, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We've had, I think we've shared some stories about mm-hmm. that. None that we're not going to talk about right now. Oh, man. But, uh, maybe, maybe. But mm-hmm. um, growing up here right. and then being someone that's moved here, like myself. Right. Pittsburgh. Was it well, Pittsburgh? Well, moved from Pittsburgh to here, but yeah. I'm from New Jersey. Okay, yep, yeah, I remember. But, okay. So, but sometimes the... There's assumptions about the black experience yeah. in Portland right, right. that I have not found to be true. Okay. Right? Um, yes, there me. are less black people maybe in aggregate than some other cities. There are. But the sense that like black people don't be with black people or like there's not black things happening. Yeah. Um, so what's something in your experience living here that you think sometimes you feel people get wrong about Portland and, and being black in Portland? Um. The same thing. Well, the first thing is when when folks do come here, it'll be a uh, there are none here. Mm-hmm. You know, we are spread out. We used to be extremely centralized in North Northeast Portland years ago, and then gentrification started pushing everybody out. And uh, the thing used to be, I'll move to the suburbs, but it was just like that was just Gresham. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That ain't really no suburbs. So what you think you're moving to Knott's Landing or something <laughs> like that? You know what I'm saying? Or this cul-de-sac? You know? So. But that was way back in the day, so now everybody's literally just spread out. But then when folks do come here, and I do meet a lot of people uh, coming here from different you know parts of the country, like when you first came, and the same thing would be, man, there's nobody here, you know. Or when they do see, you know, black people, they'll either get two different greetings, and I've seen this a hundred times. They'll either get the the greeting of, you know, hey, okay, hey, and then just push it, you know, keep it pushing, like kind of pay them no mind, mm-hmm. or they'll get the greeting like I give. When I see somebody there, you know, somebody black, you know, new to the city, because I, I can tell. You're not from here. I can just tell by the way you dress, by the way you're carrying yourself that you're not from here. Mm-hmm. So I always introduce myself, you know. And then when I find out you're not from here, I show love. And I always tell them, welcome. You know, if you haven't heard it yet, welcome. And they'll always say, man, black people have net. They, they don't talk to me. I'm like, oh, you expect that, you know. Because a lot of black people here, they want to play that role. And, and they want to, um, you know, they want to, so to speak, uh, I want to. Be cool for master, so to speak. Mm. You know, and I hate that aspect of it, man. You know, I want to be cool, and I got to put on the front for uh, for massa, and and they don't show love to each other. And I don't, I hate that, man. You know, so for me, I show love to everybody, and when they come here, I give them, I tell them, welcome, just in case you haven't heard it yet. Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I always think about um, this city, this area, uh, but also myself like moving in it yeah and like what my motivations for coming this way were and like trying someplace new you know and i realized i'm i'm an outlier in certain things right attitude wise where you know i like where i grew up Mm -hmm. but i have no like endearing like i have to go back and yeah like i'm like i hope it all works out over there But I'm good. I understand. Like, I'm, you know hey, what I'm, saying? I'm on the me road. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've built the world. I'm going this way, and I'm going to build something yeah, somewhere else. But, I'm headed elsewhere, fam. I um, can dig it. But the, the figuring this place out mm-hmm. and, like, understanding people, um, and then especially moving through that as a man, mm-hmm. and, like, you got, you know, dudes, like some people look at you like competition. Oh, I that's guess. always. You know Absolutely. I mean? And other dudes, I don't know, they just they just weird. Like I don't, you know, they got other stuff going on. I don't yes, know what they yes, got happening. Yes, or yes. Like, why do you talk like that? Um but the the other piece though is there are people that are like it's almost like they've been waiting for other people to come. They're yeah. like, hey, you're a new person. They get excited. What up with it though? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's like want to bring fam. you in, want to want to welcome you to the community. Do you think what do you think for you I mean, I mean, you already shared, like, you know, you just sort of been a, a positive individual. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you think specifically about either how you was raised or your experience growing up that, that made you want to have that type of approach to things? Man, I think just me growing up, when I first moved here to Oregon, uh, what brought me to Oregon was the divorce. My mom and dad got divorced. Mm-hmm. So dad's side of the family, L.A., mom's side from up here. So uh, coming up here, I immediately, my mother put me in a, all white school, literally. <laughs> so I went to a school called Chapman Elementary. It's downtown. Mm. I mean, it is the epitome of everybody was wearing damn Lacoste and penny loafers and polo. It was just one of those schools. It was prep, preppy, preppy, preppy. It was just <laughs> all the way. 
So I was there from first grade to th- uh, to fifth grade. And there was, let's just say, there was not a very welcoming feeling. Mm-hmm. But I was there. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's just what I was. And um, there was one black teacher there, Miss Smith. And she is from Louisiana. And she came up here literally just to teach. And she made sure I was welcome. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give love to Miss Smith. I don't know where she is and all that now. But I'm giving all my love to Miss Smith. And since then, I have always just been, um, I see you. I got love for you. And that just is what it is. So, I mean, when you first came, when we first started working way back at CI, and you were new you, you were new to the town, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I've never seen this dude. Who's this cat? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, when we first started, you know, politics and introduction, I was like, okay, cool. Good dude. What's up with it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we've been cool ever since. Yes, sir. You back know what I'm the, saying? We was back in the in the... In the, in the back. Oh, yeah, we call that the dungeon. The dungeon. We, was in, <laughs> we was in the dungeon, fam, straight up. Good times, man. Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, it was interesting, too, you brought up, like, the the people that come through your life that put that do something for you. Right. Right, and sometimes that leads to, at least for me, I think it leads to you can take it and you go, all right, I want to be like that right. for somebody else. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. Or, you know what I mean? Depending on you, or you, or sometimes take you some other ways, but that's the yeah. way I think um, for me because I have uh, a similar experience. Uh, not, not the the profoundly white classroom part. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. And yeah, that, that was not the case. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But the 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 teacher that has an impactful role and like looks out for you. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Now, now I know you're a father. Yes. Of multiple yes. children, so you probably yes, have yes. a lot of experience with teacher identification. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right. Is there anything you've learned about as a parent, you know, going into a school, you know, and, and, and where your children are going to be that's helped you to be, you know, I know, I guess a judge of how to, is this person good for my kids? Is oh, there yeah. anything that you've learned, any tips you would want to share from your experience as a, as a multiple child? Parent? So one thing I have learned, my wife and I, throughout the years is that patience mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with teachers. Um, because the expectation is from all these educators is that um, first, when it's a black child in the school, from them, I'm just going to speak to my experience. I don't know everybody else's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned throughout all the years, my last child, Corbin, he's a senior now in high school. So the expectation of, let's just say, anybody in the education system when it comes to a, a child of color is one-parent household. Mm-hmm. So that's that has to be explained damn near to every goddamn teacher. I shit you not, man. You know, the parent, the parent, oh, okay, well, are you in contact with his mother? I'm like, you mean my wife? You know, and the, and the, but then the look on their face is like, or if they call or something like that, or they talk to Corbin or any, all my kids in the school, there's always the expectation of, you don't, you know, single, it's a broken home, so to speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and it's more of a surprise when, you know, my kids tell them no. Mom and dad, they married. Oh, but is it your stepmom or something? No, it's my real mom. Oh, is it your real dad? Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's, we've been married. That's the mom, been my people. You feel me? So, and oh, it's like, man, why is that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a surprise for you. Do you have that same surprise when it comes to white kids? Mm-hmm. You know, so for me and my wife, it's always been the, the patience aspect of it. Just be patient. Don't assume mm-hmm. that the expectation is we're not together. And, but then when we get there for anything, that is always the case. And I just want to cut some of these teachers down sometimes. But, I mean, it's just, I guess it might just be a sign of the times, you know, yeah. just society in general, man. But then again, it's a lot of stereotypes, too, man. Stop assuming, you know, like black, there's no black families. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate that, man. Stop assuming there's not yeah. a black family. Yeah, it actually is something that I've been, has been grading. I mean, it, it it's in the ethos of me starting to do this podcast. Yeah. Is, um, but it is these things that we repeat about ourselves. Yeah. Right, that that may be true for certain people in yeah. certain situations, but they are not the broadly, not broadly the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is this day situation, and right. um, and and particularly, you know, because I think, uh, let me know if you feel this, similar to folks being negative mm-hmm. about, and because there's a certain, a certain sense of like. clearing out the rest of the world when you could be negative, like, yeah, man, it's gonna, it's gonna work out anyway. So yeah. then you can just. You could just prepare for the worst. Yeah, and you just set enjoy the worst, for failure. Right? Similarly, like people find a weird, like 
joy and going, well, you know, our families is destroyed. And then I'd be like, wasn't you just at your family Thanksgiving? You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, well, yeah, but, you know, we wasn't happy. I'm like, well, why'd you go? Man. You know what I'm <laughs> like, saying? Like, y'all was all there. Y'all keep having the same, y'all keep meeting up. I think yeah. it's still a family. I think it's still a family. <laughs> yeah, Whatever goes on in between that is up to y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can say this. I mean, there's beef. I mean, everybody's family has beef. Yeah. And, like, my uh, the older generation after me, like my mom and all her sisters, they beefing right now. And they've been beefing for a few years now. And it's just like, man, y'all too old for that. You know what I'm saying? And it's the weirdness of it, man. But now that I'm old, you know, I'm almost 50. And so I see a lot more mm-hmm. of the stuff that's going on with my mom and her sisters. And for me, it's just like, man, y'all need to let that ride, whatever it is. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like me and my sisters, man, we cool. And every now, every now and then, you like, you know, you got the sibling right with the beef and all that. But yeah. for me, I I dead it immediately because I don't want to get with my two sisters the way I see my mom with her like five sisters, mm-hmm. and it just be the it's the dumb shit. I'm like, they, I mean, they try to now that I'm older. They can't, they can't hide it. They the can't hide it. To, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so where before they would not speak around me, now they'll speak. And I'm like, hey, hey, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. We ain't doing that, y'all. We cool. Let's be cool. It ain't nothing like it's going to get physical. Yeah, yeah. But y'all ain't going to argue around me. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I don't need, I don't want that. I don't want to see y'all. Women yeah. I've looked up to my entire life. You know what I'm saying? Beefing over what? You know what I'm saying? And then, then when I find the reason, I'm like, for real? Well, you know, the the wild thing about family is family will have, they'll be mad about a family trip yeah. 30, 40 years ago. Oh, my God. You spoke to my family. Where they supposed to be like somebody <laughs> was supposed to go, but this person didn't go, or you brought, you, you the dude I liked, you went on a date with him, and mm-hmm. they like still mad, or I wanted to go. Yeah, you know I mean? Like, you wanted to go to the concert. Yeah. You don't get to go to the concert because you, yeah, and you'd be like, y'all, you still y'all mad still about? beefing over, bro, I, you just spoke mad. to my family. <laughs> I swear for God, just you just, man, we went on a family reunion when I'm in high school, mind you, 16 years old. Everybody decided, let's drive to Texas. Hmm. Bass Drop, Texas, a little town right outside of Austin. Man, we all packed up and drove. Oh. Took us three days and some change, but in that three days and some change, Man, love changes and best friends become strangers, man. You feel me? Let's take it back to that old Nas lyric, man. And ever since then, it's just been little beef, little beef, little beef, little beef. Okay, I'm not talking this no person no more. And I'm like, man, y'all was cousins, y'all was sisters, y'all was uh. Now it's just like, see it Christmas. But shit has been grimy since that trip, bro. And I'm like, I can't believe that. You know what I'm saying? And then they go back to, oh, I remember when we was 12, I'm like, you 70 now. You talking about something when you're 12? Hey, man. You feel it, me? It be forever. And I'm like, beef be forever, so man. But it's a family takes work. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, One of the exactly. I say, I, I think. You know what I mean? And, and I say that as I'm, I was the youngest, and then my uncle had two more kids. Right. My, I guess my, I can say, like, my grandparents on my mom's side, like, little nucleus. Yeah. Like, um. You know, if I got cousins, I'll be trying to catch up with them. Right. I'll be, you know, to the best I can. I I want to live 3,000 miles away and all. Yeah. But I'll be like, hey, you know, when I'm, you know. And then sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you I don't. don't. Know, I'm, but I'm hopeful right. that in time, you know, we won't let ourselves get, you know, to But super your heart old. is there, though. Yeah. Your heart absolutely. is there. See, mine is in the city, fam. So let me tell you, my, let me say the dynamic of mine, which I fucking hate. Excuse my language again. That's all good. So, like, with my cousins, everybody used to be extremely cool. But, like, if my mom is beefing with her sister, guess what? They, they mad at you. My cousins, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, are taking sides with, you know, and I'm like, hey, man, that ain't got nothing to do with us. Oh, yeah. You feel me? But for some reason, they'll be like, well, my mom got beef with your mom real quick, so uh, I think I got beef with you. No, nigga. <laughs> Let them handle theirs. You know what I'm saying? I, me and you, we've always been cool. So I, I hate that aspect of it, too, though, man. But it's like, you know, I got to choose sides. I got to take my mom's side. No, there are no sides. We ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like literally, we ain't got nothing to do with they beef. Yeah, but I feel that though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, but I still let them know it's all love. Yeah, and I, but I think it's the um, you know I, when we get to that public aspect when people be like, oh, we ain't got no families and da da da. Yeah, I be like, look, man, family's got stuff happening. Yeah. Everybody family exactly got some stuff happening. Exactly. We also li- we live in a situation that isn't always conducive. To your family being right. on the same, you know, from financial stuff, you know, people got, you know, somebody might loan somebody some money some years yeah. back and y'all know nobody know. Right. That's what the beef is really about. It's, Man, yeah. It's some money that ain't come back. It's some origin somewhere, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> right. But the but the idea that like 
we don't have families. We almost we don't know how to do family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that, and then that trickles down. You know, and I and I think we, we're circling back to the teacher dynamic because um, I think that was really important what you said about having patience, right? Yes. And going into that situation like this person has preconceived ideas Already. about what what we're like. Already. And before I assume which ones they think are true, let me mm-hmm. let let me let them talk long enough to tell me. Yeah. You know, because they're gonna say it. They're gonna oh 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 your mom oh 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 yeah your dad oh your dad's your dad's here yeah. He's alive. Yeah. Or he's not. He's not. not he's not in jail. He's not in jail. Yeah. Oh, I know it's really hard times. I'm like, nah. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing I, I try to point out to people is that most of us grew up either just above poverty, you know, or as I like to say, broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you got, you know, lights is on. You got some food. Maybe right. not the best food, but you got something. But you got something. You know what I mean? And you got some. You know, maybe you got enough heat. You know, some blankets. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you're mostly cool. Yeah. That 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 living in that environment of scarcity changes the way you perceive and where you move through life, right? right? And that that is a bigger thing than oh, they daddies is gone and yeah. everybody this and that. It's like nah, man. It's like when you be stripping and scraving and trying to figure out how you gonna you know how you gonna keep certain parts of your your pride and other yeah. things up when you don't have much. It makes you operate differently. Man, the struggle is real. Yeah, and, at um, all times. You know what I'm saying? And the uh, so saying that to say that when I don't know what they tell in the in the in the I don't know what they call them now, but it used to be like the, the you know they gotta learn about their culture. You know yeah, I mean? it'd be like my culture is not single parents. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying the morning hand report from the '60s, man. Yeah, like, it's 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 twenty it's 2020. Yeah, exactly. Let's just update the de- update the data. Um, so I'm like one more question. Um, Speak on it, baby. About about about. That experience was something as a parent. Um, can I say? Can I say? How many kids you as a parent? Yeah, I got five. Yeah, I yeah. count six though, cause I got my nephew Roman. Yeah. Oh my man. Yeah. Yeah. See, I got my nephew. He was the only child. So the weird part about my family, big family, nobody has kids. So all my cousins, forty plus, like, no, nah, I don't want no kids. Which is also another. Let's take away from the stereotype. Black people having kids, you know what I'm That's saying? Right, right. Teenage, no, 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 no. My family's the exact opposite. Everybody's grown. No, I don't want any kids. I'm cool. Forty. Everybody's forty plus now. Late thirties, forties. No, I don't want any kids. I got kids, and then my sister Carla. She has she has a son Roman, and his kid. I mean, her kid absolutely is the exact same age as my twins. Yeah. I mean, literally. If you remember my twins, yeah. Hayden and Reagan. So, uh, man, he's always been with me. Yeah. Literally. Like, man, he don't want to be with you. He got a house full of cousins. You know what I'm saying? Why he want to sit at home with you? Only child. You feel me? So I count him six kids. Six kids. So what is something, what, what, because you used to, a, a phrase you used to say about parenting. <laughs> when you only, Talk to me. If you only got two, you, you don't, really, you don't no. know what it's like. No, man, you don't know what, what it's like. What, what is the aspect of having that many babies, I mean, kids in your family? What's something that folks may not? understand about what family life is like when you got that many kids. Man, so when you have, well, you know, I feel, I feel bad about that because I used to tell me all the time, you only got one kid? Oh, man, you don't know what's up. Or you only got two kids? Oh, man, you don't know what's up. <laughs> but me growing up, I mean, me not me growing up, but me having just a bunch of kids, man, it's just you grow together. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with so many different personalities, and you got to deal with so many different emotions, and you got you, you to gotta hug and, and nurture Every single one differently. You can't treat everybody the same. So that's one thing me and my wife, Robin, always loved. We had six different people, literally same age because everybody's just a year apart. But you got to raise literally six different people. And these six different people have different emotions, different likes, dislikes, and all that. So I like the fact that there's so many, and you have to cater to each one. And not only are you raising them, but they're raising you as well. Mm. Because I've learned so much from from all my kids, literally. And literally, they know, no, you guys have you've raised me. And I might be grown and I might be the dad, but and in theory, man, I'm still a kid myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so not only can they say I appreciate you being my parent, but, man, hey, I appreciate you being my kids. Like, for real, I'm learning so much. Yeah. You know, so, and it's not boring. No, yeah, no. The house was always cracking. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, you know. Yeah. Straight up, and I love it. Yeah, you know, I you know I got two. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm out the game. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the especially they gotten older. Yeah, you know what I mean like, and they become more their more of their 
Cause they always with their own little person, but when they're yeah. little, like you know, they still like need to eat. They like, yeah. you know I mean, when they get older though, they start like making choices. Yeah, you know, they be like, you know, my son, freedom, you, you yeah. know, freedom, freedom. Yeah. Joint is if he, if if he he doesn't if I I'll say there's food in mm-hmm. the refrigerator and he opens it, and if if his his circuitry doesn't quickly identify, he decides there's nothing to eat. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta go. Fridge full of food, though. I'm like, it's food right there. Yeah. Like, you gonna warm that up? He's like, oh, I didn't know what that was. Well, did you open it? Word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, it, it's not like, and the boy is smart. The boy right, does all kinds of other stuff. And I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Can you open the container, brother? And see what's in it. You look in there. Yeah. Now, the other one, mm-hmm. Liar, my yeah. daughter who I love, she makes weird stuff. That's right. I've said it on the internet, Liar. She makes weird stuff. Like she cook something, and I'd be like, "Lie, I know you know how to cook. What, what, what is, what is that?" I'm like, "Well, as long as you eat it, now." Nah, and more power to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything yeah, tastes mean, good with ketchup. You <laughs> feel me? <laughs> What's something that, that that has surprised you that you know one of your babies has done or, or did in the house? If you if you are right, sharing, I'm oh put man, them on the streets if they gonna come back at me. Man, let me explain up to you. My house. Let's just say this, man. If cameras were up in my house and there's a reality show, man, I'd be a billionaire, man. All the dumb shit I've seen in my house, man. I've sat there like, what did I just see, man? I can say one of the funniest but weirdest things is my daughter, Morgan, now. She's the youngest girl. She's a, she's a sophomore in college right now. She's the youngest girl, but she is by far the toughest. I'll say that. She kind of would run everybody with an iron fist. And no matter what my oldest daughter, Kenny or Reagan, would say, whatever, you know, I'm the oldest, whatever. No, no, no. Morgan was like, no, no. You know. I'm in, I'm in I'm, charge around this, here. This is my shit. <laughs> so the, the the weirdest thing I've ever seen is I'm standing in the kitchen. Kenny walks in. That's my daughter, Kenny. Her name's Mackenzie. Never called her Mackenzie once in her life. It's just Kenny. She walks in from Wendy's. She's got a little burger. She's standing in the kitchen. We're talking. She's eating her burger. Morgan walks up, just stands there, looks at her, gives her a look. And then just puts her hand out. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Kenny said, oh, and then gave her the burger. And then Morgan started eating the burger. And I said, wait a minute, what the hell did I just see? Morgan looked at me and said, it's magic, daddy. I said, what the fuck is going on here? I said, Kenny, you just gonna let her punk you and give me a burger? Oh, daddy, it's okay, I ain't tripping. Man, what? And Morgan looked at me, smiled, walked off, ate the burger. I said, oh, my God. It was that point where I started realizing the dynamics of who's running this house when it comes to the kids. And it was Morgan. And that's my baby to this day. No, she's a G for that. (laughs) And after that, I started seeing it all across the board. She was just on some, she wouldn't even have to say shit. She would just, they knew, let me do what Morgan wants. Right. Let me me, me go ahead. It's, it's, It's easier. If I just go ahead and comply, let me say, <laughs> hey, let me save myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, stop resisting. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, but that's all day, fam. Man, we can be here all day talking about what goes on in my house. I, not, we, hey, we've got time constraints. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to give a nugget. You know yeah. What I'm saying, share. Um, the Slater House, bro. <laughs> that's all I can say. PPS has changed rules. All kind of shit because of the Slaters, man. We're known in this town that's for so. doing dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> You laughing, but these are facts. I know. Yeah, I, know. I was. Um, I was thinking about like the uh, those in the stuff that you grow up with your siblings, even especially around food. Because the one thing that like me, one of my triggers, even now, I find myself, me and my brother, we we shared everything right. for the most part. But you can't touch my plate. Yeah, like like literally like you ever see one of the videos and like it's a dog and somebody's moving the dog bone the dog get that growl like, yeah absolutely absolutely like, my internal organs are going that's how like, you are huh? like, why are you touching my plate man yeah i understand get, get away from my stop looking at my plate yeah. this is all mine this is mine I'm yeah get this um so that's crazy <laughs> yeah they won't work at my house gave up the burger yeah because hey, we would have fought <laughs> Bro, my brother would have been wrestling. Hey, man. Nobody would have got the burger. Burger yeah. would have went outside and did the trash or something because we would have. She should have did that because <laughs> she passed it. It was like, she was like, oh, okay. And put it in her hand, bro. I said, oh, my. <sighs> so that goes down. So yeah. I'm going to make a, a pivot on her. Um, I got two things written down I wanted to, to, mm-hmm. to get you to. Um, one was. Since I, in the time I've known you, right. you've always been a stylish individual. You, know, you got certain Getting dressed? Yeah, you okay. got, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, coordinating, laying out various things. 
Um, what's a what is something at least for you from how you compose yourself, how you carry yourself that you think about that like motivates the way you choose sort of your presentation? You know what I mean? The way you dress and things. Getting dressed, man, I think being deprived as a child mm. of clothes. You know, so one thing about me growing up, I had two sisters and it was me. Mm-hmm. And my mother used to always say, well, a boy doesn't need such and such and such. Mm-hmm. A female does. <laughs> and so my sisters had all the gear. They had everything. You know, for me, it was simple, though. You know, a few pair of pants, two pair of shoes, one for school, one for church. Shit you not. She would say that, you know, a man only needs two pair of shoes, one for school. Yet my sisters, they got all the sandals and all this. <laughs> you know, they got the salt waters and shit. You know, they looking fly, and I'm trying to look fly. <laughs> But I'm limited. You feel me? <laughs> Back then, boxed you in. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a matter of being able to afford because, you know, the money was there. You know, my mom was an accountant, so, you know, the money was there. But it was just like, no, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And so me growing up, looking at my sisters, killing it, and I'm like, ain't this a bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so as I was able to get older and uh, get a job, man, clothes. I purchased clothes, and I've always uh, admired the way people look. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I like to get dressed, but simple. For me, it's simple as sales. So I'm not into all the Gucci's and all that type of shit because to me, that don't mean it's fresh to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, man, I'll rock anything, fam. I kid you not. Walmart, motherfucking came. I don't give a goddamn. If it looks fresh, I'm rocking it. Like, for real. And that's just to me. Yeah. But then again, I'll still throw on some of what you might consider, you know, nice stuff. And that's but that's not because of the label. It's because oh, I like the way that looks. Mm-hmm. Like the colors. You know, the yeah, so colors and all that. So now that I'm older, I'm known I'm known for how I dress. But I'm not even trying to be fresh like that. It's just it's how I get down. Mm. And I'm black and, and bro, I got I just bought my first uh coat pair of Jordans a couple weeks ago. You, you know, some I bought some Jordans, yeah, man. You know, I broke, I broke the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You, I think you was the only other one in the club with me. Man, so, you know, you know how we got down with Air Force Web. I got you your little, uh, your phone pops. Yeah. You still got them? Yes, sir. I sold mine. I was mad, too. Yeah, I still I, got them. I, I was thinking about them. I was like, man, I thought I'm just keep holding on. Yeah, and you I know break what? I out every once in a while. I ran, I got too much stuff, so I literally started to um, give it away or just sell it off, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but, um, man, getting dressed and all that, man, I love it. I like to just put on whatever, as long as it matches. But I wear, like I said, I got on some Crocs right now, and I get clowns by some people because I wear Crocs. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? You Man, do you. <laughs> you know, or I'll wear some red wing boots, which I, I at this point in life, I love a lot of red wings, and they cost a grip. And I've got, like, about, I think about 14 pair of red wings. <laughs> and then Air Force Ones, Vans. Man, I wear whatever, like, literally. So if you see me, I get clowned by some people because the way I look, it's just um. I guess I'm not stereotypical, which you might call nigga, the way I dress, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you not, bro. I'll yeah. get like, man, what the hell is this nigga on? You know, this nigga on flat. I'm like, man, whatever, bro. But then, like, when I open my mouth, and I'm like, okay, oh, that's something right. different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's not who I thought he was. Like he's not who I thought he was. Yeah. You feel me? Okay, he, he's, I don't know what's the word, hood? Because I'm not hood, but, yeah. you know. That's, I think that's the word people like to use. Yeah. I, I, um, it has to be another word because yeah, hood has that, that negative, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just like you have no no training, no you know no home training, no upbringing, and all that. So we got to find this word. Yeah, I I just like I don't know. I, I just said uh, I don't know. I'm black. I've been, you I've been know black what? The whole I was time, gonna say, man. oh oh, he's black. <laughs> oh no, he's oh, black. Oh, he's black. I thought yeah. I was doing some other stuff. Like, nah, man, I'm black, man. I, I do my yeah. thing. I'm self style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep your own self style. You say you know self style wisdom, self style yeah. flavor. Like this, absolutely. How I um, yeah, when I open my mouth, when I open my mouth, it's it's abundantly clear. Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. no, he's black. Yeah, he's not like not from like. Oh, he must be from. They, they like to say the suburbs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit, no man, I would never in the history of the earth, man. Yeah, you know I mean, don't the, confuse um, me. I love black people. It sound like it, it too. It sound like it did though. Your mom's might have pulled a, like a a reverse on you. Like I'm gonna deprive him a little bit. So like. He'll, man, no, that's how she thought. <laughs> Once he get his old, he'll be like, "Man, she ain't never gonna give me no clothes. I'm gonna get." Man. You know what I mean? like, I am not. He's not gonna be like little little prince up in here, little king, little king of the man. castle. All uh, loved, you know loved what? Up. It wasn't no reverse. That's just how she thought, <laughs> man. Like she was worried up with that. You know what I'm saying? Plus, she grew up with sisters. Word, word. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, her her thought process was, "Oh man, dudes don't need this, man. Why not?" You know what I'm saying? So, I grew up like, man. First thing, I'm, I'm buying shoes, and I have a shoe fetish. I do. I have over a thousand pair of shoes, 
And it just is what it is. Yeah. You know? I've seen I've seen some of the pictures. Yeah. Over a thousand pairs, man. Flavors and what have you. It's fresh. Um, good time. All right, we good, we good. I'm going to ask you uh, great, maybe like two more. You good. Thanks. Man, right, do good you, money. fam. Good money. You know what I'm saying? Do you. Where you at with, with, with the working out these days? I know you was an avid, avid. Yeah. Avid of. So I've slowed down once I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. But if you recall, when I first came down, I was 400 from the gate. You know what I'm saying? And I found out I was 400 pounds a year after Corbin was born. So 16 years ago is when I first started. And uh, it's a struggle. It literally, it's a struggle every day. But I think I've gotten to a point where I'm in a rhythm mm-hmm. where um, if I get to a certain point where I get on the scale or um, my belt loops, you know, the holes in the belt. <laughs> you got just the belt loop? That's what I know. Okay, let me get on the scale real quick. And then it's like, oh, shit, you sitting at 250. So I'm sitting there right now uh, about uh, 230. And some little bit, like a little over 230. But, man, a couple months ago, I was 260. Mm. Not even realizing because, you know, baking is good and and whatnot and whatnot. <laughs> you know, you get your milkshakes because, you know, you, you get a little too comfortable. Mm. But then once the clothes start to fill up, it's like, hold on, fam. Let me get on the scale. And it's like, oh, shit. So then I get back to the gym. Mm. And so it's a must every day because, you know, I, I keep remembering 400. That's it. This is that 400, 400. And, it, and it's just a... Uh, you know, people say, I got to go on a diet. I'm like, man, no, it ain't no diet, man. You got to just, it's lifestyle change. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to adjust your way of thinking, man. So I can basically kind of eat anything I want and not really gain a lot of weight. It's because it's portion control. Let me just get a taste. Let me get a little, get a little, a little bit. taste. And it reminds me of, oh, I used to <laughs> fuck this up way back in the days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I see that because I think one of the, um, I mean, it, one, it, one, if you keep doing all kinds of different Diets, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm doing yeah. keto, I'm doing the beta, I'm the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all that no, nonsense. I'm now, now I'm doing this. Now I'm not doing no I'm, I'm vegan for two, you know, for three months, you know what I mean? Because I couldn't keep it up. Yeah. You know, vegan's a lot of work for people that don't know. Man. You know what I mean? I was vegetarian for a long time, and it, it's it, that's not as hard because you can, you know, eat some eggs. Right. Some other stuff in there if you, you're struggling, but the vegan piece can be challenging. That's different, huh? You just yeah. jump into it. You know what I'm saying? People be get scared and just jump into it. And I'd yeah. be like, ugh. You might want to ease in, man. Do you some know. research. <laughs> Do a little Do some research. research. Yeah. Might not. Um, but with food, the uh we can rob? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Yeah, let me get hold on. Okay. <laughs> nah, you good. <laughs> Hello. Me off real quick. You want us to skip vacuuming today? Oh, yeah, you probably skip. Thank you. And back to regular schedule program. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the, uh, where was I? Oh, Oh. you're talking about uh, uh, veganism and all that good stuff. Yeah, food, but like, it's not, it is easier to just change how you are living all together. Yeah. Then to try to do some kind of special thing. Yeah, it takes for a, a couple it, of months. Or it's whatever. it's a mental thing that at first. So when I was really big back in the days, my uh, younger cousin Dominic, he was a trainer, mm-hmm. personal trainer. He used to always call me because I was so big, Jimmy Dean or uh, Bacon. And that was literally his name for me. He'd be like, Bacon, what's up? What are we doing today? Or Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Dean sausage. So not realizing, bro, you just. Calling me a fat motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I was so used to him talking to me like, like that. that. You didn't pick up on it. Nah, but you know. Or it didn't phase It didn't phase, you. It didn't phase me. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he, he wouldn't literally call me like you fat motherfucker. But, you know, hey, you know, Jimmy. So he'd always be like, bro, get your ass in the gym. Come to the gym. Come to the gym. Come to the gym with me. So I finally started going to the gym with him. And uh, there's so many times we were about to fight because he wouldn't let me quit. Mm. You know? And he would get into my head mentally because he knew you can't not stay away from the food. He would tell me all the time, sit around that shit. Don't walk, don't not walk down the aisles of the grocery store. You be tell, tell me, nigga, walk past this shit. You gotta not want it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like certain things, I'm gonna tell you two things he'd always tell me. He'd be like, cause I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna eat fruit. I'm gonna just eat fruit. I'm gonna eat fruit. And I'm like, God damn, nigga, I'm not, I'm not getting no weight. And he's like, nigga, five pounds of apples is still five pounds. <laughs> like, why the fuck you wanna eat, you know? He's yeah. like, think about that. I'm like, oh, I ain't think about that. And then I will never forget this day. We're sitting there at a Mexican restaurant, and I've got food left on my plate, even though I feel satisfied. And he's like, throw it away. 
You know, he's like, bro, you satisfied? I said, yeah. He said, you full? I said, yeah. He said, man, okay, throw it away. He's like, I'm like, nah, nigga, you know, I still got a lot of food left. He's like, no, man, throw it away. He and he he started telling me, you don't have to see the bottom, which yeah. means you don't need to see the bottom in your plate. And you know, for us growing up, your parents like, you better not throw that food right. away. Eat every 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 crumb. Yeah, you better not wasting. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm arguing with this dude at, in the restaurant, like, man, I'm not about to throw my food away. So he leans over and spits in my plate, bro. And he said, we're going to eat it then. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> but it registered. Yeah. I don't need to see the bottom. Yeah. And so over time, it just became a slow process where the weight just started coming off naturally. And, you know, just being around him working out for years, it just came off naturally. And so for me, it's just a matter of I stick to those two things. You know, five pounds is still five pounds no matter what, and you don't need to see the bottom. Mm. So I always throw away the last two or three bites of food, even though my mind is still like, kill that. You know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, nope, because I've just trained myself to get rid of it. Mm. And I've also learned to love water, and I eat a lot of salads. Like, if you know me, if you see me on the daily, they be like, this nigga getting a salad again. Damn, I'm tired of salad slate. Let's go somewhere else for lunch. I'm like, man, do it. You- I'm just used to salads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? about to eat this. Yeah. And another thing I do to maintain is um, I don't eat past 8 p.m. Mm. It's like, you know, I, I got a window intermittent fasting from noon till 8, and I just adopted that probably within the last maybe four months because I just ran across that on Pinterest just on accident and then just learned about the dynamics and how your body works and scientific aspects of it, how your body processes and what it does. Yeah. And um, researched that and uh, started it and then... I kid you not, naturally, it just came down more. And you're not even hungry anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or late nights, like, oh, I got to eat. Man, after, like, maybe a week, because you mentally, you know, you're mentally like, oh, I got to get something. But then after that, you ain't thinking about it anymore. Yeah, but that's, that's the, the how of something with habit. Yeah. Because once you break, once you break out of the, like, if you was, especially if you was, like, big, big breakfast dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Once you, and then, like, I need big lunch. I need big yeah. dinner. Yeah. Like, once, once you... You, and that's how you feel, yeah, like, the, and you looking forward to it. You thinking about it. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait to eat that burger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then I'm gonna get home. I eat a steak. Oh, like, yeah. you gonna get a burger and a steak and a big like a plate of bacon and eggs and grits. Yeah. Unless you about to go bust down the back forty. No, fam, yeah, you, you don't gonna need that. be you gonna you gonna expand, brother. Yeah. Like, you gonna have too much in your system, and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, and it feels good though. Like it literally feels good physically. Unbeknownst to me, I never knew. I mean, I didn't know it was gonna come to this, but mm-hmm. physically, I feel better not eating into the night. Yeah. Like, I sleep better and I wake up, you know, early. Like, I wake up before the alarm now. My body wakes myself up. Right. So it actually feels good, man. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Man. So, um, so we towards the, you know, the, 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 the window closing and, right, the, right. and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, the support staff is, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very, making various sounds. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, Really? She saw what we were I mean, doing. I, she still wanted to come in. She, 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 had, to get, she had to get it done. Man. <laughs> not a, she not like, a, not a, I'll be right back. She you like, know what I'm saying? Let me just grab that real quick. And it's cool, though. Coming we, back and forth. The rent's good here, though. So, yeah, it's all good. Do um, what you do. Tell me this. So this is a question I've been working on on my, on my, on my outro. Mm-hmm. Can you give me, can you think of a, either maybe a record or a song or album, um, or even, you know, that you felt you remember one way, right? Mm-hmm. And now when you listen to it, you be like, you feel a different way about it. You mm. know I mean, you experience it a little bit different than maybe, you know what I mean, uh, you did when you used to hear it when you was a younger man. Man, you know, truth be told, like I said, my my musical, it goes everywhere. Yeah. But songs I listen to, it's like I actually hear them now. Mm-hmm. Opposed to just bob my head like, oh, this is a cut. Uh. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, damn, I didn't realize he was saying that. You know, so like the song, I can say that's messing with me right now because it's like, damn, that's so real. It's ice cubes, uh, summer vacation. Oh yeah. You know, I've always thought, oh, that's a cut, that's a cut because me and all my partners, my homie got shot, he's a corner black, you know, say look, this is what they cornerback. So we like ah, but now it's just like I'm li- I listen to it and I actually had to pull up the lyrics because I heard one part and I was like, okay, wait, a minute, wait, wait. Reading the lyrics is like, God damn, that resonates. Mm-hmm. Because me and being from L.A. and then coming up here to Oregon, I had to go back and forth because, you know, due to the divorce, every summer I was in L.A., Compton and Watts. And um, I seen Gang Banging. Mm-hmm. You know, then I come up here, I'm like, this, y'all ain't Gang Banging right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, ain't how, that ain't how you do it. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, how are y'all claiming, you know, Hoover? 
y'all ain't from Hoover Street. You know, wait a minute, y'all, y'all ain't from Pyro Street. Where y'all? I'm confused about this up here. Just, I'm, I used to think these dudes is weird. You know what I'm saying? But now that I've got older and I, and I listen to that song, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Because being down there, living up here, and then you look at that song, the lyrics, man, it is to a T. What happened? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's just like, God damn. So I do that with a lot of songs, and I don't realize it. Songs I listen to, and I, I listen to the lyrics opposed to before I was just bobbing my head. Mm-hmm. And that could be any song. I got kids, you know, and I was listening to uh, Depeche Mode yesterday when I was sitting there bowling. And uh, it was a song, Policy of Truth, you know, old school, man. And I'm listening to it, and I was just like, damn, I don't think I've ever listened to the lyrics. Like, it, and it's in depth mm-hmm. as my, my ears are making me actually hear stuff now. And I was like, yeah, this is actually a, a cut. Like, in real, I don't know. I mean, you, you all across the board, too, you can listen to everything. But, you know, I'm listening to Depeche Mode, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, god damn, he's making something, you know. He's like... He's speaking on some things. He's speaking on some things, man. Policy of truth. So now I've been just bumping it since yesterday. Old school, man. But like I said, man, I'm all across the board, man. And I bless my mom with that. So I can say that moving here put me at the all-white school where I'm forced to adapt, you know what I'm saying, to what you might call um, white ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I was a product of my environment then. So I'd be in Northeast Portland listening to, you know, my mom's whatever. Gladys Knight and all that, and then once got a little order on MC, but then I'm downtown. I'm listening to The Clash. I'm listening to U2, all that, you know, uh, Thompson Twins, everything. So I literally... You're moving between multiple fam. worlds and yeah. taking taking what you like. But. From all of it. So I've, I've learned to adapt to everything, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So the weird part is, can I think like a white person? Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, I really can, man, because it's like, I don't know, because I grew up, you know, around the white people, man, you know, so... And my wife laughs at me. She's like, man, how the fuck would you know that? I'm like, man, maybe because, you know, first through sixth grade. I was with these, I was with these other folks. I was with I these was, other folks, man. And what they talking about, they come they come into school, talk about stuff that's important to them. That, that's, yeah. that's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you go, okay. I, I can understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's all love. So, yeah, I, I, certain songs like that, man, I would give it like that. The first one's my summer vacation. And then the second one yesterday was Policy of Truth, the Pesh Mode. Put the put, put, put link to that in the show notes. You got to do it, man. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like I know the Pesh Mode songs, but I don't, it's one of them like, I, I know, I've heard of the Pesh Mode. I know yeah. I've seen the Pesh Mode songs. Yeah. I know, but it's like the the song name, like the song names and the yeah. artist, you know what I mean? But then there's probably songs, but okay. I know that yeah, one. Yeah, once you hear I know that one. Once you hear it, you'll be one. like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You know I remember mean? that. Because as a, another, well, an older friend of mine used to say like you know when you were old enough to be to listen to the radio before hip-hop was on the radio yeah you like listen to other stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you had exactly because it, it just wasn't on the radio mm-hmm. you just didn't you did it not have the option exist. to listen to you know all day hip-hop you know what i mean so you had to listen to pop you listen to you know classic rock oh, yeah. you listen to you know in new jersey in Delaware Valley, so we listened to DAS, you know what I mean? We yeah. was soul and R&B and all that. We didn't even have that here. Oh, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, at least you was East Coast. You was a little closer, friend. Yeah. We didn't have that here. Yeah, I remember I got off the plane here the first time to visit, and he's like, yeah. Oh, you guys visiting? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, we, we got a station that has Blazers R&B because of, of the Blazers. And I was like... What the fuck? I was like, because of the Blazers? Yeah, because of like, the Blazers. I was like, my man. man. Yeah. You, you think that the whole radio station, like, started... So that Rasheed Wallace would be comfortable. I mean, yeah. I think Rasheed's a great guy, but, but that's some silly shit you just said. But guess what? Basically, he was true. <laughs> like for real, I will just side ninety five point five and all that back in the day. Yeah, we didn't have man when that started. We was like, ooh, what the hell? And it was Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, yeah, we bringing this to, and he was always on the radio. Like, hey, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, straight up. I love. Hey, to this day, Rasheed thing. Wallace is my favorite of all time NBA player of all time. Right. Like shit, you not man. Simon Gratz on. Yeah, you know I love Sheet. Yeah, and he wore Air Force Ones too. You he know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, tell you a story real quick. He's a, I love Rashid, but he's a bitch ass nigga. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell the story. We gonna close it out, whatever. <laughs> so I'm trying to get into the club, right? And one thing I've always loved about him is he was like me. I'm gonna wear Air Force Ones, and Air Force One is my thing. So I'm trying to get into the club, and like you can't get in with tennis shoes. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, he got in with tennis shoes. Why he got on tennis shoes? I'm thinking, okay, she's not gonna let me in because I'm black. She come up with some people, and uh, he was looked at me. I didn't know him. And he just looked down at my feet, and he saw I had on some ones, right? And he was like, what's wrong? I said, man, you know, they won't let me in the club. I got on tennis shoes. And he had on some ones. So he looked at the dude, and he was like, he with me. 
And so the bouncer was like, okay. So they let me in. I was like, oh, straight up, fam. Good looking out. So I'm thinking I'm fresh. Like, oh, Rashid Wells, that's the partner now. So we right <laughs> as soon as we two steps in the door, I'm like, hey, man, thanks for, you know, good night. He just, and he just nudged me off. He's like, he said, I ain't then. Get on, fam. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, fuck you. But I'm like, straight up. You know what I'm saying? He, he wanted to let you know it was love, but. But get on. But his limits. Hey, and oh God, he put that elbow out. Just he was like, all right, then get all on. Right. <laughs> that's me. Fuck Rashid, but that's my dude. <laughs> that is very. Meant I that. think I think that's a perfect place uh, for us to close. It's all love, Carlton Slater. Thank you for joining me. Hey, I appreciate it. My right. dude, Jess. My love. Right. This has been the Ask Your Old Head podcast with Justice Raji. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ask Your Old Head podcast with Justice Raji. Thank you to my guest, Carlton Slater, to all the Slater family. If you happen to listen to this, thank you uh, for, you know, being family and being who you are. Uh, thank you to you, the listener. Uh, please rate, subscribe, share, all those things. Find us on all of the places you can find podcasts for free. Uh, also, Please take a look at askyouroldhead.com. That's where I also will post the audio to every episode. You can't find it anywhere else. And more often, in the coming weeks, some more writing uh, and new pictures and photos will be up. There'll be some photos up of my guest Carlton soon. And please, in these times, uh, be safe, be wise. Uh, Some folks have taken a very strident and I think foolish position about basic reality of what we're dealing with and I would ask you for the sake of others to be cautious, be careful and take care thank you for listening peace